Welcome back. So I get asked a lot, I heard you have a children's charity, and how did you start that, and why did you start that, and is it for some tax purposes or write-off purposes? Is there an angle to it? And, you know, I like when I hear that, I immediately believe that is their impression of charities, or if they were to start one or be part of one, that's probably why they would be doing it. But there was a totally different story for me. I had done what most young entrepreneurs would do, and I worked really, really hard and and built a business fast. And I was 30 years old, and I had made my first million dollars. My income was over a million. My savings was over a million, just turning 30 years of age. And man, I thought I made it. I was happy. I was excited. I, I thought that I was rich and I thought, well, this is it. It's easy street from here on in. My life's just going to be fun, fulfilling, and enjoyable from now on. And I could not be further. That could not have been further from the truth. I couldn't be more wrong. Uh, What actually happened was I got there and I took some time off. I thought I was going to retire. And I moved to Miami and I was hanging out with friends and having a good time. And and, but it, but it quickly, the shine wore off after a month or two of working out every day and getting my body back in shape and hanging out with friends every night, going out and having a blast. And I started to look at my life and I said, well, what am I going to do every day the rest of my life? I just went from uh, working and building a business that was helping people. I was helping entrepreneurs learn how to run a business and I was helping clients with financial literacy and understand their financial situation and where they wanted to go and what they wanted their money to do for them. And and I went from doing that every day, all day, seven days a week to doing none of it. And even though I had money, I was hollow. I was missing something. There was something that was, I just had a hole in my heart. And I, And what I found was I liked being a person of service. I liked helping other people that I got a little bit of my sense of being and a little bit of my sense of fulfillment from giving and doing for for other people. And so I started asking myself the hard question, well, where could I give more? Where could I do the most good in the world? I've I've got a million bucks, which certainly is not that much money. This was back in 2000, maybe. And I, I said, where can I go make a huge impact with my money, where could I stretch a dollar, make it go a long way, make it make a huge difference in people's lives? And I was always that guy who stood up for the little person. I was always the one who stood up for the guy being bullied. You know, I was always the defender of the of the weak and uh, absolutely no superhero powers at all. But it was just an inclination in my heart to, you know, help those who can't help themselves. And I thought, well, who's got it the worst off in the world? Not just here in America, in the whole world. And I thought, you know, orphans don't have the one thing they need the most, which is parents or someone to love them. And I started researching a little bit and I found out that in some places in the world, orphans not only have a low education rate, not only do they have a low uh, quality of life, but a lot of them don't even live past 5, 10, 15 years of age. And so they had a low survival rate too. And I looked further and further into it and I said, you know, that is who has it the worst in the world.
What if I came up with a program to help them and what would help them and what would give them a good life and how could we improve that? And so I came up with the idea of all for one, all people from all walks of life helping that one orphan child in an underdeveloped country. So the name came to me quickly and the idea and the purpose, I had no idea how to do it. I didn't know what I was doing, but I thought I've got to do something. So I did what I was good at. I started recruiting and I found people that were talented in this area and had experience. I also did have some reservations in my mind that too many charities spend too much of their money on administration and too much of the money never gets to the actual cause. So I wanted to use my business acumen and my business skills to run it a little bit more like a business, to run it lean. Uh, I had enough money to donate to make sure that all the administrative costs were covered by myself and my future board members so that when people donated, all the money went to the kids. I started my first trip. I went to Nicaragua, never been to Central America, really wasn't out of America itself very often, but I went to Central America, a country that had previously been torn by a civil war and the Contras and there was a big earthquake and you know, a lot of people were killed there and the country was in a rebuilding mode at the time. And this was the early 2000s. And I went on my first trip to a third world country. And I went out in Managua and I went out to Matagalpa and I went out to these jungle villages. And I, I saw how some people don't have clean water. I saw how people live without electric. I, and here's what I noticed, two things. Number one, we've got it so good here in the United States. We really should never complain about everything. I know that things are not perfect here in America, but they are so, so, so much better than almost everywhere else on the planet. And all someone would have to do is get out of this country, go to some of these places, and they would come home and probably kiss the ground that they walk on and they'd probably hug their problems and say, I'm so grateful for these problems because my problems are first world problems. They're nowhere near as bad as some of the problems in these other countries. But here's another thing I noticed. A lot of these kids had joy. They had joy in their life. Even though they didn't have much, they didn't have stuff, They did, but they had joy. And it was exciting to see that there was still a possibility of happiness and joy for these people and these children. And they were so grateful to be helped and to be noticed. And, and so money goes a long way there. And we did so many great things uh, in, that, in, in Nicaragua. You know, everyone should have a change the world plan. They, just somehow, some way. And uh, if you don't have one, I invite you to be part of mine. And let's go do it together because it it's a team effort. There's no way one person can do it. But if all of us come together for one great cause, we can change the world. And that's why I invite you to be part of All for One. Thanks for listening to this podcast. And I look forward to meeting you in person soon. 